Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 16, chapter 1, part 2, pages 41 through 42. By these examples, God lets us see how bodily temperance was pleasing to him. For this reason, the prophets Elijah and Elisha spent their lives in chastity, perceiving in this the will of God. St. John the Baptist, although he lived according to the law of Moses, remained celibate throughout his life. In those days, the teaching on the virtue of chastity was not yet revealed to people, nor had the time come for practicing this virtue. God gave his blessing to married women so that they would be fertile and abundant in progeny. He spoke through the prophets, and because you hearken to these ordinances and keep and do them, the Lord your God will keep with you the covenant and the steadfast love which he swore to your fathers to keep. He will love you, bless you, and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground, your grain and your wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle and the young of your flock, in the land which he swore to your fathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. That's from Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 12 through 14. That is why the Jews deemed the barrenness of married women and old unmarried women to be a curse and a scorn. Those were the circumstances in which, right from her early youth, the Blessed Virgin Mary cared about the purity of her body and valued her chastity so much that, deep in her soul, she resolved to preserve her perpetual virginity. Prior to marrying St. Joseph, she pledged to remain a virgin, but not out of contempt for married life. Just as God inspired Mary to pledge chastity, he also inspired her to enter into marriage with St. Joseph and assured her that it would not be any impediment in keeping her first promise. That is why St. Augustine wrote, Before he was conceived, Christ found and studied Mary, betrothed to God, the woman from whom he was to be born. This is supported by Mary's words, spoken after the angel announced that she would conceive. How can this be, since I have no husband? That's from Luke chapter 1, verse 34. She would not have said it if she had not already pledged virginity. Since the tradition of pledging chastity was not yet established among the Israelites, she married a just man who protected what she had promised to God. De Beate Virgine. Number four. This proves that the Blessed Virgin Mary made known her vow of chastity, and only when she asked the angel, heralding that she would conceive and give birth to the Son of God Almighty, how can this be, since I have no husband? It is as if she wanted to say, Angel of God, I believe your words, 
and I believe in the coming of the Messiah, the Son of God, I am just surprised that you call me the mother of so great a son, although I do not know the man by whom I could conceive. I vowed chastity to God a long time ago. I cannot understand how I can keep my vow and yet conceive and give birth to the Son of God at the same time. That is my uncertainty and the reason I want to be assured that it is possible for the will of God to be fulfilled in me. The Virgin Mary, who knew the Holy Scripture and the Revelation, did not have to ask how the Son of God would take on human nature for the salvation of man, and how a virgin might be a child and give birth to him, according to the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 7, verse 14. However, the mystery consisted in that it would happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thus God willed that Mary would reveal her vow of chastity at the most opportune moment, and the archangel Gabriel would disclose to her the secret of the greatest mystery. Hence, St. Ambrose wrote, she was right to ask how it would happen. She read that a maiden would give birth to a son, but she did not read in what way. She read, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. The angel told her how it would come to pass. The words, Since I have no husband, are to be understood in the sense that Mary made a promise and a vow to never have physical relations with a man. In this next section, Venerable Casimir turns to the prophet, prophets such as Elijah and Elisha and John the Baptist. They never married, and they devoted their lives to their vocation. Some of the prophets did marry, for example, Oz Hosea um, and his marriage to an unfaithful wife. This was an integral part of his vocation. It served as an example to Israel of what they were doing to the Lord. So chastity was not an integral or an essential part of the prophetic office, but those prophets, Elijah, Elisha, and John the Baptist, who did remain celibate, among others, were models for the consecrated life which would develop in the centuries after Christ. Women were expected to marry and to bear children. The barren were considered cursed. Mary, from the beginning of her life, wanted to guard her purity and her chastity. There is a tradition that she made a vow of virginity from an early age. The Venerable Casimir sees a confirmation of this in Mary's response to the angel that she has no husband. Thus he sees a sign here of that she had already pledged chastity to the Lord. There was no practice of this up until that time. Uh, in light of the lack of a tradition of perpetual virginity, something that would uh, arise in the early church, Venerable Casimir sees Mary's marriage to Joseph, a just man who would protect what she had promised to the Lord as an appropriate solution. Venerable Casimir sees her previous pledge as a secret until the dialogue of the angel when it is revealed at the appropriate moment. 
The Incarnation is a great mystery that we can contemplate. It involved holy people, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, all of whom sought to do the will of God. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? 
Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.